Well, you know, for for Hope Community Church, for our guys, I think it's um, if you look mm-hmm. back in the Bible, there's some extraordinary birth stories, right? That um, they're telling you the story of the birth because there's an extraordinary life afterwards. Right. And I think for, for, for Hope Community Church, it's important for us to go back to a lot of times and revisit and think about mm. how we were born and how we started and the humility and the sacrifice and the faithfulness and all of that that it took, you know, so that going forward, and I think there's, an, there's more. There's, there's, a, there's an extraordinary life that God put this together, and it's not just for us to have a flash in the pan first five years, but it's a, there's a lot that mm. he has planned for that. So I think it's good to see that, this is how we began so that we can kind of keep being launched into the future. Welcome to Hope in the Margins, a podcast of Hope Community Church that is seeking to help you connect the hope of Jesus with your everyday life in the margins. My name's Chandler Young, and I'm joined with my co-host, Caleb Blanton. Hey, Caleb. How are you? Hey, how you doing? And we're excited to have a very special episode for you today. Caleb and I will be joined by the two lead pastors of Hope Community Church, Jeremy Peeler and Skip Allen. Um, we're excited to, to interview them and have this conversation about uh, the beginning of Hope Community Church. We're coming up on five years. Is that right, Caleb? Five years, yeah. Five years. Pretty crazy story. Um, I'm excited to get to hear it as I I don't even think I've fully heard all of this story. And so um, if you don't know who they are, um, they're going to introduce themselves in a minute. But we're excited that they're here to share how the Lord brought all this together in a, a crazy church merger. But thankful that you're listening. Yeah, and I hope, well, I, I expect to maybe even learn something new too. That's right. All right, here we go. So Skip and Jeremy, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves in case some of our listening family doesn't know who you are. I'm Pastor Jeremy. Um, I was the pastor at Sega Baptist Church here um, before the merger and before Hope began. So I'm now the lead pastor here at Hope Community Church and just excited to be here. And I'm Skip Allen. Uh, I was a part of Element Church, which was a multi-site church in Rutherford County and Cleveland County. I was the Shelby campus pastor, and we had been at Shelby Middle School, the Dover YMCA, uh, before we merged and became uh, Hope Community Church with Second Baptist. So born and raised here in Shelby and came back to do ministry here after college. That's good. So Jeremy, I'd love for you to just kind of start and tell us kind of a initially take it back a little bit as far back as you really want to as you think our people would benefit from but to kind of hear some of how second bat you even came to second baptist second baptist and then the the merger with element and kind of what all that looked like so just let y'all kind of story it a little bit yeah um i had a <clears throat> pastor and mentor um ron l owensby who um ordained me goodness grief 17 years ago, hmm. and uh, he was an interim pastor, so he would go around from church to church to church, and every church for a decade, he would call me and say, you know, the folks at Bear Walla could sure use a resume, Jeremy, won't you send me one? <laughs> and I told him no for, for over a decade, 
No, Ronnie, I'm just not interested in that. No, I was doing bivocational work as a um, high school baseball coach, teaching high school, um, doing bivocational ministry. Was was really content with that. But, anyways, um, uh, Ronnie uh, came to Second Baptist, and uh, he called me one night, just like every other night, and said, "Hey, the folks at Second Baptist could sure use a resume." And God just grabbed my heart right there in that moment, and He and I said, "You know what, Ronnie? Um, I think I'll do that." And he paused because it kind of shocked him that I said yes. And uh, he said, well, you know what? I just might get sick next week. He said, if I get sick, I'll need somebody to fill in for me. He said, you think you can come fill in and preach for me next week? I just might get sick. <laughs> and sure enough, I said, well, yeah. I said, I think I can do next week. And uh, so I came to preach the morning service and the was supposed to do the evening service too. But when I, when I got here, there was about 30 uh, people you know, all over 70 years old um, or around that age, uh, maybe one couple that, that was um, my age. Um, there was only two children in the entire church. Mm. Um, and so uh, I did what I, you know, I preached what I always preach. Um, every church that I would go to and travel around, I would preach the Great Commission. And um, uh, I left that morning service thinking, man, I'll never go back there. Uh, and then I came back for the Sunday evening service, and we had the evening service over in Radiate, actually, where Radiate is now. And I walked in. There was about 15 people at the at the evening service, and immediately, as soon as I walked in the door, there was no doubt in my mind. God grabbed a hold of me, stopped me, and I walked in the hallway there just for a little bit, and he said, this is where I want you to be. Hmm. And so I went in that night and finished my um, message on the Great Commission and um, got in my car to drive away and called my wife. And I said, look, this is what just happened. God just said, you're, you're supposed to come here. And I said, so I'm just telling you, this is where, this is where I'm at. And so Ashley, she said, well, we'll pray about that. And so we did. And a Thursday, it was, um, that was on a Sunday, that next Thursday, Howard Harrell, uh, who's one of our elders now, Howard was the first person to call me, and he said, um, he said, we've looked at 96 resumes over the past six years. We've watched mm-hmm. over 100. We watched, no, Jay, so we watched over 100 um, messages from people, and he said, we, we met last night, and we believe that God wants us to call you, mm. and I said, well, I believe the same thing. I said, so let's meet, and we did on Sunday night, and so I became the pastor here, and uh, wow. man, we, we plugged along, uh, did a lot of things. Um, we baptized, I think, 31 people, 31 people in the first year. Mm. Um, man, things were really going well um, uh, as far as spiritual growth-wise, and growth-wise, you know, we were I think uh, we had 115 one service, and um, mm-hmm. one lady actually came up to me and she said, "If we could just get back to 150, we would be okay." And that grabbed my heart, and I, you know, it, and it hurt me because um, because I thought, okay, she thinks if we can just get back to a number, mm-hmm. that we can pay the bills again and things can go well. Which leads me to, we couldn't pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a uh, you know a struggle every month just to pay the power bill. We actually ended up at one time moving over to Radiate to do the services um, just to save on, on, on the power bill. So um, uh, all that said, we, we began to pray um, about, you know, what's the next steps for Second Baptist? What should we do? What's, what's God calling us to do? Um, and, uh, you know, um, just really started praying about that. I, I, I knew that God was calling us to something a little bit different. I didn't know what. And um, I took a little retreat up to the mountains, uh, up to South Mountain, and took my chair and sat in the middle of the creek 
and um, took a book with me and just began to pray. And I said, God, I'm not going to move until you tell me what to do. And so for six hours, I sat in that creek, <laughs> had some cold feet. Yep. What was like the time frame, like when you came to Second Baptist? I'm not sure I even. Oh, goodness. And, um, then, and then when that happened. Yeah, I think I came to Second Baptist two years before Skip and I had the first conversation. So it's about two years before, two years prior, I would say around that. Um, but yeah, um, we just knew, was, we, all, all along we knew there's something else. It's not just this, this internal growth or whatnot, that it's something else God calling us to. And I mean, with my experience with revitalization, I'd been a part of that um, for, for quite some time. And I mean, there, there's ways to, you know, to, to, I guess, to grow a church, but I didn't know this is something different. God's just doing something different here at Second Baptist. And uh, so in that creek that day, I just, you know, uh, I, I, I had took one book with me. It's an old book. Nobody knows the, uh, the author, but it's a guy named Bob Benson from Tennessee. And I looked in the opening chapter of, of one of the chapters, and it said, hey, thank God that the leaves fall off of trees in the fall because when winter comes and the rain melts or the, the, the rain freezes on the leaves, it would drag the whole tree down. So thank God that the leaves fall off of trees and things die so that greener seasons may come. Mm -hmm. And that phrase, greener seasons may come, just gripped my heart. And I just knew, okay, God's telling me there's something coming. Um, about two weeks later, I went for a run, which God tends to speak to me after about two miles of a run, you know, because I'm praying to survive. Yeah. And on that second mile of that run, God just grabbed me and said, hey, um, maybe there's a church around the area that would like to come together. You know, maybe it's a, a young startup church that's, that's growing that could you know, we could partner with. And so that led me to Element and to, to Skip, whom I'd never met before. So, mm. Yeah, so Skip, you tell us kind of your your side of all that and then kind of piece them together a little bit. Yeah, so I said I you know, came back to Cleveland County after college, started in a ministry, um, started as a student pastor at Westview Baptist here in Shelby, and um, things were going well there. Youth group grew, um, but then... Couple different churches and things were coming together um, that was pointing towards church planning, and I called my mentor, uh, who had been my youth pastor and and pastor Neil Perry, and was talking with him about it. And he said, "Well, just wanted you to know, Element Church, which was only in Forest City at the time, they were praying about a Shelby campus. They had a lot of people driving um, from Shelby to Forest City, and uh, just felt like God was leading them that way." And Neil basically said, look, if, if this other church plant that's approached you, if that's where you feel like God's going to call you, we'll see that as a sign from God that we're not going to come to Shelby. But if, if you don't feel like that's the place where you need to be, uh, I want you to pray about being the campus pastor for um, Element Church in Shelby. And so long story short, that's, that's where I felt like God was leading, um, began to, to walk through the process of what that would look like. That was... Um, summer and fall of 2011, mm. so way back. And uh, Caleb was actually a part of the team that, that launched Element Shelby in January of 2012. Uh, I was just driving by Shelby Middle School the other day, and you know, God was bringing back all those memories of setting up and tearing down in this new middle school auditorium and not knowing who was going to come, if anybody would show up. And then that started in 2012. In 2014, you know, it's always kind of like walking on eggshells when you're in a portable church situation in a school, it just from our experience. 
Um, and so we kind of saw the writing on the wall. There was a new principal coming in, and we didn't know what the future would look like there. So we began to pray about a new home for Element Shelby. And in 2015, we moved to the Dover YMCA, made a big transition over there, and things were great. Like from the outside looking in, things, you know, from a, a church planting and growth perspective, it was great. We were, you know, in a new facility with a great relationship with the YMCA. Uh, we, you know, we were baptizing people, new people were coming, we were averaging 300 plus in attendance. But on the inside and in my heart, like there was a restlessness. There was, there was just this feeling like that there's more, as Jeremy said, from Second Baptist side. Um, and so my wife is, is very wise and discerning, and she could mm-hmm. read me like a book, and she knew all this stuff that was going on. And, and so she just looked at me and said, you need to go away. Like, go to the mountains, go on a retreat, go get by yourself, go get with God and figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I did, and I went up to Ridgecrest by myself, you know, left a phone in the room, there's no TVs there, no laptop, just me and God, and was praying, and kept feeling like he was saying over and over again, I'm going to do in Shelby what I did in Four City. And for those that don't know Element's story, um, Element Church in Four City had been started as a portable church, hmm. been in the school system, very similar, and they were approached by... Um, an old Southern Baptist church, Alexander Mills Baptist Church, which had a property, um, had been you know, a thriving church at one point, but had gone through what you see in a lot of churches, splits and changes and mm-hmm. fights. And, um, but they had a great facility there. Element was thriving, but didn't have a facility. And, and God had led them through a merger, and that's where Element Church is today in, in Four City. But kept feeling that phrase, like God's going to do in Shelby what he did in Four City. And so I came back from that retreat, was sitting in the office. The I was gone uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. I came back. I was in the office on Thursday, um, and kept saying that to Jeff Marburger, who was on staff with us um, at the time. And he said, "Well, let's just pray about it." Um, you guys know Jeff, and he just instantly let's pray. And so we literally got down on our hands and knees in the office floor and began to pray, God, if this is what you want um, to do—a merger of some type, somehow—just make it crystal clear. And that was at like 9.30 a.m. And I went to, to go um, to Gardner-Webb. I, I left the office, was getting in my car to go to Gardner-Webb to do some discipleship with the basketball coaching staff there and had an email from our secretary in Four City to call Jeremy Peeler. Didn't know who Jeremy Peeler was, had never seen him, spoken to him. Um, I'd never been in Second Baptist. I lived in Shelby all my life. I'd never been in this facility um, and so, but as a side note, I had been coming by and praying at this facility. Didn't know why. This was on my way to Shelby Middle School, and there were mm-hmm. so many times where just the Holy Spirit was like pulling this parking lot, and I felt crazy, um, and I, I prayed that nobody would walk up and ask me what I was doing just randomly sitting in the parking lot, but I would just pull in from time to time and pray. have no clue why I was praying and what I was doing mm-hmm. here, but... Um, that's when the pieces started coming together that, okay, God was working. And so I called Jeremy that day, and that was the first encounter with each other and the first steps towards Hope Community. And so from, from my side of that, I'm, I'm working for Cleveland County Schools, and I had a meeting at the county office that day and um, uh, was driving down and, and just praying about, you know, what, you know, what to do. And um, I had heard of Element Church operating out of the YMCA uh, 
from friends of ours. Our daughters were on the uh, same um, cheerleading squad. And so, um, you know, I thought maybe, maybe they're like-minded. And so I looked up on the Internet, you know, the number and called, uh, called the number and said, you know, I-, I need to speak with Skip. And the lady was like, hey, you know, he's in a meeting right now. Um, you know, he'll call you back. And I'm thinking like normal pastors, you know, he'll call me back in about 10, 15 days. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, as I'm driving along, I mean, within minutes, uh, uh, Skip had called me back. And um, I said, look, man, I'm just going to go ahead and say what I need to say. I said, here's what I think needs to happen. I said, I think that we need to, um, you know, either give our facility to you guys and just let you guys come and, you know, um, use the facility and take over. We'll find our pla- find us another place. Or, you know, us do something together here. And uh, that's when he told me, he said, man, you're not going to believe what I'm about to say. <laughs> and I think I said something smart like, well, I've been around for a while, try that's me. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah, I, I said, I've been around for a while, try me. And he said, um, I've been coming to your parking lot when you're not there and praying. And at that moment <laughs> when he said that, I just, I mean, I just felt the Holy Spirit of God grab a hold of my heart and say, that's it. This is it. And I said, look, I said, in my mind, Right now, in my heart, I said, we don't need to pray about whether or not we should do this. God just spoke, didn't he? And he said, yes. And I said, so since God just spoke, I said, it's not a matter of should we, it's a matter of how are we going to. How are we going to? Well, hey, thanks so much for listening to part one of a two-part series as we talk about the birth of Hope Community Church and how it all came to be. And so we're so excited, listening family, that you've gotten to hear from Skip and Jeremy. And uh, we're excited for part two. So if you would like to listen or to learn more, there will be show notes that you can see that will be available for you. But as a church, as a whole, we are in this series on Sunday mornings called I Was But Now. And we're celebrating stories of transformation. And we're looking back and looking forward and celebrating these things together. And so this is just a one way that you can join in that with us of celebrating what the Lord has done through Hope Community Church. We're grateful that you've listened. Now go and be the church.